Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. Matthew chapter 9, verses 9 to 13 says, As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him. And Matthew got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Matthew chapter 4, starting in verse 18, says, As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them. And immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Matthew chapter 19, verses 16 to 22. Just then a man came to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Which ones? He inquired. Jesus replied, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony, honor your father and mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? Jesus answered, If you want to be perfect, go, sell your possessions, and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then, come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad, because he had great wealth. And then in John chapter 21, starting in verse 15, this is after Jesus has died and risen from the dead, and Peter has denied Jesus three times, Jesus says to Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, Feed my sheep. Very truly I tell you, 
Well, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted, but when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. When I was a a teen, I was trying to figure out what I was supposed to do with my life. And I wasn't a popular kid. I wasn't a sporty kid. I wasn't, um, I wasn't a, a big reader. What I, what I really enjoyed was math and science. And so I had spent a lot of time, a lot of years, just kind of investing in school and investing in um, math and science courses and thinking that that was where I was going to be headed in life. And uh, I had always been in the church and I wanted to be part of the church, but I had kind of come up with this plan where I had my own dreams and ideas of what my life should look like and could look like. And, uh, and uh, I, I really wanted to do those things and figured I could have those things and then use the extra or use bits and pieces of it, use parts of that to, to be a blessing to the church and, and make a difference in the world. And I could have the money and have the job that I wanted and, and just use that um, to help the church and help the kingdom grow. But I, I wasn't settled on it. I, I still wasn't sure if God had given me permission to do that. And I really wanted to find out what God wanted me to do. And so I ended up uh, going to a youth rally, which was like a weekend uh, of different services and events. And when we were there, um, we were just planning to be there for a couple of the, uh, the messages and then skip the last one and head home. But the first two messages were resonating so well with me that we decided to stay for that third message. And when I, when we stayed for that third message, uh, the preacher was shared about a passage, I think it was in Matthew, about how Jesus was calling uh, people to step into the water. That they weren't, they weren't supposed to stay on the shore. They weren't supposed to be just knee-deep. They were supposed to come way out into the depths of the water. And I very clearly felt the Holy Spirit say to me, uh, I don't want you to be in here part way. I want you in here all the way. I want you dunking in. I want you completely immersed in this water. And then he, he went through all the dreams and, and the list of things that I had on my list of, of what I wanted from my life. And he systematically just went through the list and said, I want you to give that up. 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 And I don't know if he was saying, you'll never have those things. But he was saying, you got to let go. Uh, I've got something else for you. And uh, long story short, here I am. And uh, I had I had approached it as... I was going to enter into my Christian walk and be a good person. I was going to have all these other things and use them for good and just be good. And I, I know that if I had walked that path, all those things that I would have had, I would have used for good. But as we see in these passages, Jesus doesn't say, be a good person. He doesn't say, I want you to be a good person. I don't know if Jesus really wants us to be good people. He wants us to follow him. 
by looking at these passages, what it tells me is that Jesus doesn't want you to be a good person. He wants you to follow him. Now, we are, uh, we are just about at the end of that wonderful season in our country of uh, road construction uh, coming to a close, if, if it really ever does come to a close. And many of us have had the experience of having to go through detours and, and see blocked off streets. And sometimes there's just a long lineup of cars and you wait for the one lineup of cars to come. And then once they go through, then you get to go through. And sometimes there's really long stretches and sometimes complicated stretches where um, there's actually a truck um, at the front of the lineup of cars. And they come and you see them and you've been in the situation uh, where you've been the first one in the lineup, which really means you were the last one in the last lineup. And uh, the truck comes and you see the truck and he pulls off to the side and lets all the cars go by and then he turns around and gets in front of you and on the back of the truck there's a great big sign and on that sign it says be a good driver uh no no it doesn't say that um on that sign on the back of the truck it says find your own path live your truth navigate your way through this you figure out what the best journey and just best way is for you to get through this mess through this construction zone we trust you to just find your way and just live your life what the way that you think is best for you no it doesn't say that either um it very clearly says something very simple it says follow me And make no mistake, this world that we are in is under construction. It is a construction zone. This world we live in is not not just something that's put together and, and perfect as is. This world we are in is a construction zone. And if you want to get through it, if you want to get through it to the other side, to your actual destination, and you want to be in good condition, then you have to follow the truck. If you try to find your own way, you will either not end up at your destination or you will not get there in the condition that you really need to be. Now, I don't know, I don't know exactly where you're coming from or what's going on in your life. Uh, you may be you may be listening to this and thinking, I have messed up so bad in my life that uh, my sin and my failures, they stick to me. I can't get away from them. I'm stuck in them. I can't, I can't live a different life and, and the mistakes I've made, they're just, they haunt me. And there's no way out of this. You may be thinking um, that you're just one of those people that's not special. Everything you do is a failure and worthless. Maybe you think to yourself, ah, I just don't fit in. People reject me. Everybody rejects me. I've got no place. And I've got no one helping me. Or maybe, maybe you're listening to this and thinking... 
You've got it all figured out. You're a good person. You're doing good. But good isn't good enough. And Jesus didn't call us to be good enough. And Jesus didn't call us to be good people. He just wants us to follow Him. So if you're listening to this, I need you to know a few things. Number one, is that either if, if you're listening to this and you're coming from the place of either you've never trusted Jesus and you've never made that decision, an actual like conscious decision to follow Him, to let Him be the one that gives you life, the one that restores you, the one that fills you, the one that gives you meaning and purpose, the one that forgives your sins and the one that sets you on a new path and gives you direction and guides and, and determines where you're going in your life. Or you made that decision a long time ago and you you stepped away from it. Um, things got hard, things got messy, you got lost in, in life, whatever it was, and you stepped away from it and you're no longer following Him. I want you to know, you need to know that today Jesus is saying to you, come, follow me. I'm not calling you to be a good person. I'm not calling you to be perfect. I'm not calling you to be popular. I'm not calling you uh, to fit in. I'm not calling you to, to never fail. I'm calling you to follow me. And there is no depth of black hole in your heart, no, no mess, no sin, no no emptiness, no lack of purpose that is so deep and dark and empty that he cannot fill, he cannot correct, he cannot fix, he cannot love you in and through. And he is calling you today, saying, come follow me. And as he's calling you, I want to tell you, I want you to take that step. You should take that step to follow Him, to turn from your sin, accept His love and forgiveness, and let Him lead you. You might be listening to this and and you consider yourself a follower of Jesus and, and you probably have been following Him for a while now, but there's some stuff in your life that shouldn't be there. Whether it's a grudge or a lack of forgiveness or uh, gr- pride or greed or this feeling of, um, of not being able or willing to apologize for something, um, to have a hard conversation with somebody else and admit what's been going on and what you've done or whatever it is, but there's something in your life that shouldn't be there, a habit or, or behavior or something that... Sh- you know he's saying you need to get rid of that. You need to get rid of that. He's saying, I didn't call you to be good enough. I called you to follow me. And if you're going to follow me, you got to get rid of these things. Because that's not where I'm going. And if he's saying that to you, then take those steps of faith and get rid of them. You might be listening to this and you're a follower. You're a follower of Jesus. You're a believer. 
And as you've listened to these words, you felt God poking and tapping and whispering to you, saying, I've got something for you to do. I'm calling you to be and do something more. And he might be saying, I want you to volunteer with the ministry. I want you to give more. I want you to change how you, how you spend your time and your energy. I want you to, to focus more on, on serving people than on gaining luxuries or, or getting the vacations. Or, or maybe I want you to change your career. Maybe I want you to, to start a ministry. Maybe I want you to go into the ministry. Maybe I want you uh, to be a missionary and spend your life reaching the lost. Whatever it is, and he's whispering that to you. He is saying to you today, come follow me. Don't worry about being good enough. Don't think yourself good enough. I am not calling you to be good. I am calling you to follow me. Because Jesus doesn't want you to be a good person. He wants you to follow him. See, salvation is here for you right now. New life is here for you. Purpose is here for you right now. But like the truck in the construction zone, you've got to answer the call and follow him. And so, as you've been listening to this, and you have sensed, God speaking to you. Answer the call. Because today he's saying, come, follow me. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways. 